Welcome back. This is the Pretty Nerds podcast, episode number 14. Um, we are 14 episodes yay. in. Yay, yay. Um, this is your girl, Nay. And this is your girl, Fallon Bien. Um, Make sure you guys please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, um, we are available on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So please subscribe, like, comment, you know. We want to hear from you guys, so any feedback is appreciated. We love those five stars, by the way, in the iTunes store. So keep it up. Thanks, guys. Um, so let's just go ahead and um, hit some of our hot topics. Or you want to talk about what you did this weekend? or Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Me either. I just packed up my house, so I didn't, I didn't do anything fun. So that's why I was like, might as well jump into the hot tops anyway. So what you got for me today? All right. So I think we're just going to start. Let's see. I guess. Oh, I don't know if I get anything right this week, but I guess we can go with Beyonce because she's one of my faves. Um, her um article with Vogue magazine. Um, her article with Vogue magazine, which um she did use the first black male photographer the magazine's been out for like 125 years or something like that or whatever um so shout out to her for that but she was saying that she loves her fupa um and she has like a little pouch from motherhood that she's not in a rush to get rid of and she really did push herself after she gave birth to the twins to go on like this short three-month tour so she could lose the weight which she was like she shouldn't have done um and that she was on bed rest for a whole month and she had gained like all of this weight um and i guess it just goes to play into like these unrealistic expectations that we not only society sets for ourselves but we set for our own self saying like okay i need to do this i need to do this to make sure that you know i'm 100 but it's like you're a mother you have that time or take that time for yourself to recoup and be healthy for not only yourself but for your children and your husband as well so yeah i mean i love this new trend um that we're seeing as far as just women accepting you know their bodies and taking time after mother you know after giving birth to just kind of do the motherhood it's not all about the you know two week two-day snapback you know what i mean like tia mari she showed that she still had after was like a month or so she still had a belly from you know giving birth and everything like that um which is which is standard i mean not only that she you have to factor in age you know whether you had genetics complications and I mean, I just, and Chrissy Teigen also, yeah. shout, salute to her. She showed that, hey, she didn't snap back automatically. I just love that women are really kind of showing the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Granted, I get that some women can snap back just like that. They snap back quick. My mom said after her first baby, she snapped back like that. But then when I came, um, <laughs> it didn't happen so quick. So, <laughs> sorry, mommy. <laughs> but, um, so, uh. I mean, I, I, I love, I, I just love that whole, that whole aspect. Cause I think it's, it's great to see now that people are normalizing pregnancy. And not only mm-hmm. that, just normalizing body. I mean, just a week before that, we had Rihanna 
when she was it L was it L U K or something? I don't yeah. know. One of those where she talked about how she loves her body, you know, being thicker and that she accepts that she got a little gut. She's cool with that. So, I mean, I, I just like that. We're, we're seeing that whole trend as far as women and their bodies are concerned. Um, I also want to touch on something that I didn't like that I saw. Um, it's from a lot of y'all just disgusting, hateful, nasty, negative ass Nancy's out there. Um, it's touching on the fact that the young boy, 23 years old, first African American photographer for Vogue in 125 years. Instead of people celebrating that and applauding that, all people could do was pick on the, his skin color and say he wasn't black enough for them. Oh. Like, um, uh, talking about black black wear and all you know just negative nancy bullshit like i don't i don't know what this trend is all of a sudden i mean where i guess first of all i i have no y'all confuse me with y'all definition of what light skin is to be completely honest i don't even know what light skin is anymore because everybody all y'all seem to have a different definition i seen someone who posted that um Eva, that because you remember Lance Gross, we mm-hmm. talked about that last week. Did we talk about that last week? Yeah, with his son. I and don't know. I think we talked about colorism in another round, but I don't think it was. Oh, okay. Well, we'll yeah. touch on the Lance Gross yeah. situation, but just um, quote quickly touching on that. Someone said that Eva, uh, Marcel was light skin. I was like, yeah, she brown. I said, <laughs> I just, I was like, oh, yeah, her baby, maybe her baby, yeah, like, but. but no so i was just like i mean so it's bad enough that y'all definitions just don't make sense at all but but how y'all gotta recognize it's gonna be some light-skinned black people like (laughs) (laughs) what the hell everybody's not gonna be blue black or i mean i don't and i mean no i love black people all shades there's a time to have a color conversation about colorism and black people being represented and how we're represented in the media but we cannot say oh what well, every person that's represented has to be this shade or darker to represent black people like he's a photographer he i'm 23 and you're recognized already like he's worked his ass off so give him his moment for you to say oh he's not black enough and not only that how the hell y'all gonna yeah. tell somebody how to identify can, can can we just talk about that? How the hell do y'all tell people how they gonna identify? He identifies as a black man, so he a black man. Y'all got Rachel Dawson. Exactly. Don't stop the bullshit. No. <laughs> We're with that shit, sis. Stop it. <laughs> but um, but other, but I mean, I just, I mean, yeah. it's it's it was absolutely ridiculous in a moment that should have been celebrated. That was exciting. Yeah. Y'all just had to basically shit on it. But have you noticed, and I'm not going to say it's the same people, but we give out cookout invites to like these white people that do basic humanitarian, like human stuff. And then you have a black person over here. You're like, no, you're not black enough. You just gave this person a whole invite. And then you want to oust this actual black person and because, have you, <laughs> because you don't think that they're black enough. Like, what the? Okay. 
Exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. I just listen. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna yeah. get into the Lance Gross situation as far as colorism, um, which is ugh, I hate to because it's like our third time yeah. touching on it, but I mean it's such a bit subject, so we got to keep hitting on it and talking about it. But I just I hate where the the conversation is going now. Yeah, like it it started off positive, like yeah, we gotta you know address colorism, the treatment of dark skinned black people, and all the, you know what I mean. It started out positive, but now it's just going all the way wrong and left. (laughs) I guess people act for it would have been different if it was just maybe Vogue picked this person out to say, okay, I'm going to do it. But you actually have a pro-black person that says, hey, I want you to do this shoot for Vogue magazine. So I'm pretty sure it was a lot of thought and deliberation into that. And it's not like they chose Okay, you got 150 black other choices and I'm going to go with the lightest person on the spectrum. No, I'm pretty sure he was really vetted and they really looked into his work and all of this. So, I would have other BS like, bye. I believe he shot for Vogue before, just not a cover. Like, maybe okay. um, I saw a picture of another artist that he did. It was like his first picture for like a small editorial spread it wasn't nothing big so i think that's how you know he was on their radar or whatever on beyonce's radar for that matter and she's always just giving photographers a chance i mean look at um the young lady who's photographer who's her photographer for their tour right now she said what she posted on instagram or twitter like a couple of years ago i want to photograph be a photographer for beyonce and i guess beyonce saw it and was like okay and pulled her yeah. and now she's the photographer for beyonce so i mean it just goes to show like i mean y'all gotta chill <laughs> y'all gotta chill man yeah. <laughs> definitely oh. so what's up next what's up next yeah and why were we like on the beyonce and her giving birth and all of that um i did see an article where it was saying you the u.s is named the most dangerous developed country for women to give birth. I mean, we are a world power. Supposed to have all of these advancements in medicine and all of this. And we suck <laughs> when it comes to like birth. And I think a lot of it is reading a lot of articles um, and reading women experiences is that a lot of it is Doctors don't listen to them when they say, hey, I'm in pain or I'm not feeling right or something is wrong. They're dismissing it that, okay, you know, you're just, you know, I guess being hard to deal with or I'm a doctor. I know best or you'll just get over the pain when it's actually something is wrong. And it, you, you know, take a look and say, okay, let me at least look and not just look because, okay, just to satisfy, but make sure everything is okay. Am I checking this person's blood pressure, doing all of this? And if they are in pain, what am I doing to, you know, remedy this? I'm like, even Serena Williams was saying that she had to actually speak up for herself and say, look, you know, something is wrong. And I think that's just horrible. Like, we... <laughs> But not only that, I also think that it it has to do with the fact that doctors are stretched so thin now that you're yeah. seeing a lot of doctors 
in my opinion, or, you know, in, in not only in my opinion, but from what, what I've been also been reading on the subject is you're seeing a lot of doctors performing a lot of unnecessary C-sections yeah. because they're quote unquote quicker than just waiting for a woman to naturally, you know, give birth, yeah. uh, go through the whole, full labor process. It's quicker to just, okay, I'm going to take the baby, this, we're going to do a C-section, whoop-de-whoop-de-woo. Which is, which, I mean, a lot of people don't realize that C-sections are surgery. surgery. It's yeah. a real deal surgery. Like, they got to cut your body open and move shit around and all that jazz like that. So, I mean, at, at, at what point do we do we have to start as women? I think we have to really start taking control of our own health care. Yep. You know, I know that sometimes when you go to the doctor, it can be a little scary and you don't want to speak up. You don't want to say, but you can't, you can't sit back. You have to speak up. You have to say, hey, I'm in pain or say this isn't right or say I want this test or I want you to do this. Because, I mean, at, at this point, we're starting to see this trend of, you know, more women dying during something as simple as birth. Well, I guess birth isn't simple, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. As, as far as us being, like you said, a world power, such a developed country with such advancements in medicine, birth, giving birth shouldn't be a death sentence. You know it's not I mean? so much, but it's like something simple that if you would have stopped it six hours ago, right? it would have been like, I guess, almost like putting a bandaid over it and it healing where you want to wait until, you know, hour eight to come in and say, oh, shit, you know, something is wrong. We're like, but she's been saying something. For the last day and you didn't, you know, didn't take any precautions, didn't say, you know, again, let me order tests. This is what it could be. And not so much. And I feel like it's doctors do a diagnosis like, oh, what's the easiest thing that could be wrong and fix it? Whereas, OK, let me test for every possibility, even though it may take me a little longer. Um, and even I saw like um, a billboard and this was actually at a delivery place. Um, where they were saying moving the birth, they oh, I can't even think of what the procedures now is when they schedule your birth, and they were saying a baby is supposed to go for like thirty nine, forty weeks. Doctors are now trying to you know schedule like at thirty eight weeks and it's like let your child go out and come you know come naturally. When it won't, yes, yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Um, and I see, saw that as well. Yeah, and to me that goes back to the whole just timing. Yeah. stretching you know uh, you know doctors being stretched so thin trying to do the quickest simplest yeah well what they consider the simplest procedure because for them it takes less time to schedule yeah. do c-section get you out of there basically well, i'm trying to get all my patients out before exactly. i go on vacation exactly i mean that's <laughs> you know? that's yeah. that's sad but i mean doctors are people too and they do think about things like yeah. that so i just uh, i don't even it's just it's just one of those things where as women, like I said, we just have to kind of and that's when it comes to our health care, we have to be authoritative and we have to stand up for ourselves and take control of it. Point blank and period, because we can't just allow folks to be out here dying during birth. You know, if you want to get you a doula or, oh, I really want to do or a midwife or whatever, I'm thinking about when I get birth, I think I want to do like a home birth. Okay. I'm considering it. Yeah. Water birth. Yeah. So, and, um, a magazine topic, um, I saw, um, where they had, well, Rihanna had the thin eyebrows on her cover and which 
the stretch. <laughs> lip color was really pretty, but the eyebrows hideous. Um, where they were saying she was appropriating Mexican culture. So I I don't want to speak for anybody else, but for me, I'm like, it was thin eyebrows on a mag- magazine cover. She didn't say I invented this or I'm making it popular. Like nothing about I mean, so here's the thing. I get that um the whole is it is it the chul is it called chulo chula yeah. culture where in um my apologies to all of my Mexican folks out there if I didn't say it right I apologize but you know uh, I tried to pronounce it how I, I read it but anyway, <laughs> you know sometimes they don't work out but um but yeah so I um I I mean I get that that's popular yeah. in in that in that. But to I don't I mean to say that they invented like mm-hmm. the thin eyebrows or I don't have I mean to appropriate something it has to be something that to me in my opinion is like if if when I think of it I think of this certain culture like when I think of cornrows I think of black folks yeah you know what I mean so that's why when when people who aren't of black descent you know who aren't black basically do cornrows i think okay cultural appropriation because i mean that that just that just cross because yeah. cornrows black folks it's associated but when i think of like thin eyebrows i don't necessarily think mexican you know what i mean yeah. like it doesn't i mean but i mean i guess i can understand that i can get it because as black folks we kind of go through that that same similar thing and we definitely want to to have some empathy for other folks yeah. of color um, in their struggles, so I, I mean, I get it on that end, but uh, at the same time, I'm just like I don't necessarily see the association. Well, what was sense. she supposed to say, like, or not just do it? I don't. I mean, I don't get it. I guess for the point of like she wasn't doing it to make it cool, or like. It was a magazine cover, and I mean that was pretty much the end of it. And I mean it didn't look all that cute on her, right? <laughs> I was like it, it didn't like she she banged it. First of all, it don't look cute on nobody. But um, <laughs> while we're we're at that topic, it, it's hideous. But if that's what you want to do with y'all your eyebrows, on eyebrows, honey, that's you. But the same, like I, I was like. Oh my gosh, did you break your arm with that reach? Like, I don't. Yeah, no. Mm, exactly. No. It is what it is. But like I said, we like to have empathy for other folks of color, so. We. Yeah. I do. Exactly. They just mm. want the case. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm stuck. And I'll call out appropriation, like. See, okay, how you say Nike Cortez? I'm like the Mexican shoes, cause this is who I see them with most exactly. of the time. Exactly, like it's stuff. Yeah, like if I associate it, but I'm I, like the eyebrow thing. I just the Target dog. <laughs> the Target dog. <laughs> I don't know if I can even say that. See, okay, we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna just walk away <laughs> from this whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. What do we get in next? 
talk something funny. Can we talk Lyrica and Safari? (laughs) (laughs) So, we normally, I'm not like a huge love and hip hop, like, person. I don't even watch love and hip hop at all. But, um, I follow this girl on Instagram who does commentary. And so, I saw her commentary on it. And, sis. (laughs) First of all, Lyrica, what you doing out here (laughs) in these streets? But I mean, could I blame you? Safari mm. though, <laughs> as corny as Safari is, mm. we know he got a monster. Yes, <laughs> so <laughs> you know I am always for Safari because I think he is so attractive, um, and I love the corny. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. So, she married, so I, I understand she shouldn't do it. I'm leaving it there. Exactly. But, I but it was it was mad funny though. It was yeah. mad funny, especially like everybody who was all involved with it, and then the whole Ray J situation <laughs> with, the- with Ray J had moved like twenty times in like five seconds. Oh <laughs> they got to do better editing. Because <laughs> that's what makes it question like so. Y'all shot this scene that many times and shot exactly. And y'all no gotta do better. That? Y'all gotta do better with y'all editing love and hip hop. Y'all need a crew, not just one person. Because he's like, <laughs> or if you have a crew, no one else sit down and be like, hmm. hey, we got to not do this. <laughs> and you know, the internet is ruthless. Exactly. <laughs> if it's something wrong, they going to catch it. <sighs> Plain and simple. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm here for Safari. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Okay. Um... So, um, Mad 19, removing Colin's name from Big Sean's verse on Big Bank. Um, and their weak ass apology, of course, as always. It's like, you didn't make a mistake. Like, how you make a mistake and edit out one night? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how do you edit out that man's name like it's a curse word, though? Like, that's. That's my whole thing. If that was the case, why y'all even include the song? You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I'm so... Con- <sighs> I'm really thinking I didn't think Big Sean was going to speak up and say, like, bruh, I-, I know what was right there. And, you know, actually stand up and say, put it back in the song. You know, like... Yeah. They probably wasn't expecting it. And he probably, like, uh... I don't think they was... I Honestly, I don't think that they was expecting the backlash from it. Yeah. I think that... They feel like, as far as see, they they've bought into the whole NFL's explanation. As far as people don't like the protests and people don't like Colin Kaepernick and blah 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 blah, they've bought into that and they don't recognize that, um, that's not the case. That people actually are behind Colin Kaepernick. They support him. Not yeah. only that, that but a the lot of population that plays Man Nineteen is black folks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of black folks. So, but, um, so I guess maybe they just were like, we gonna shoot, we gonna gamble it, and maybe somebody won't notice, but somebody noticed, of course, because we do, and and we gonna throw shade, and we gonna, we gonna, you know, say, nah, we not finna buy your game, and it is what it is. I mean, I, it's, to me, it's just another example of how trash the NFL is, as far as this whole situation is concerned. Hell, Colin Kaepernick still ain't got no job. That, that just goes to show you, how trash the NFL is. It goes to show you how trash 
not only the NFL, but the NFL's player union is trash. Yo. If this was the NBA, man, that union would have been like, we ain't good. We not working <laughs> till this get resolved. Like, what's good? You know what I'm saying? You know the NBA players will sit their asses out and be like, nah, we good. Until we get fair. That's Listen, why you think they got that bomb ass, uh, what is it, uh, um, sh- bomb ass uh structure that they got with their contracts and all that that nba players can get now so they their union does work the nfl (laughs) trash so i mean that's really just what it goes to kind of show yeah i don't i don't know i'm not here for it so i don't play the game um ea sports but anywho i don't play it but whatever and moving on so i really feel like when it comes to black people we are seeing this shift in society i guess where we realize how important it is to have our own uh, because people do want to get over on you and think that you don't i'm not gonna say notice but i guess that you don't really care um, so I saw a video of the Chinese nail salon. I want to say it was Brooklyn. If not, it was the Bronx. Maybe? Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn. Okay. Um, of uh, the black lady being, I mean, beaten by Chinese like nail techs or whatever. Um, about five dollars. They mess up her eyebrows, which they are prone to do. I know because they don't have a lot of eyebrows. They're working nail <laughs> I used to go to one. But it, I hope they all go to jail. And they should. It's like, first of all, if a customer is not satisfied with something, I mean, that's one of them things. Call the police about to fight off. But for you to beat her? No, sir. Absolutely no. ridiculous. No. And I'm like, I would have turned around and took their broom for her from her and would have beat anybody in there. Too. Absolutely. It was ridiculous. That video was crazy. Like I saw it when I was at the gym and I was like, man, what the hell? And um I mean it's 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 rough because depending on your area, yeah, it's hard to find black owned you know what I mean? Yeah. Black owned nail salons. It really, honestly, it just depends on where you live at. Cause I, I'm sure Atlanta, Houston, big populations DC like that, DC, all, yeah. you can find tons of black owned nail salons, yeah. but in different areas, different rural areas, it's, it's, it's not yeah. as prevalent as people think. So, I mean, hey, sisters, start opening up nail salons, man. And beauty supply stores. I am waiting for a beauty supply store here. Like, yes, I'm waiting. waiting. And I will open. drive the distance as long as my. you have the product. <laughs> not to open me one. <laughs> it's like, I just, I'm waiting. And I'm like, that's not my thing. So I can't say, oh, I'll do it. That, that's really not my thing. Um, but I am waiting. I'm like, as soon as it opens, I'm going, I'm getting all my products from there. <laughs> like, I, I hate going into Chinese places getting. Getting products, yeah. Because they like, oh, you got to leave your bag up here. I am not. They do. They do. no law. They do. They need to leave my bag. If I'm not, it's not stealing until I walk out the door with it. So leave me alone. Basically. 
They do the absolute most. So yeah. I am definitely with ten cent for. <laughs> if y'all and then that's my point. It's like if y'all don't file this stuff on y'all insurance and move on, y'all realize in here beating people. And I'm like, if you messed up her eyebrows, they be hating when you be like, you messed up my nail polish. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Or my nail is crooked. No, it's the way your nail made. No, it's not. You wrong. Yep. Preach. So, if you can, go black. Go black. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Support black-owned businesses. Please. Leave them alone. Let them have it. Do their own nails. Um, And this week of the black people doing normal stuff and being policed. So, a lady was eating lunch in the cafeteria at a university. And one of the workers called the police because she looked out of place. <laughs> um, I mean, at this point, I don't even know what to say to these things <laughs> anymore. <laughs> because it's like, I don't... I, uh, why you keep... I just... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. You don't even know what to say. Because, like, I mean, sis was just chilling, eating lunch, and police call. Like, I don't even. And even what is the explanation she, for that? If she wasn't a student, she was just eating lunch. So, why? What danger? What, I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't, like, t- I just, I need to know, like, who taught y'all about calling the police? You call the police if there's danger if you see somebody shooting or so you know what i'm saying something right. like that you call the police but because somebody is eating lunch minding their business i don't think uh, well my point is like i said mind the business that pays you that didn't pay you and most of the world problems could be solved if you mind your business preach like <laughs> you don't and i'm like you i'm it's not comical because it's like you're being a real inconvenience, not only and using up resources that could be used somewhere else on bullshit. Why? And I mean, again, we we answered this question a couple of podcasts ago. It's just for, you know, you to be an asshole. I'm an inconvenience. I know the police is going to believe me. And people always say, well, why are you recording? Because if I don't record it, the police is going to automatically assume that I was the, you know, the person that was wrong. Whereas now we got recordings and it's showing like, but y'all calling the post? Yes. Yes. For absolutely nothing. Yes. Wasting water. Wasting the police's time. It's just, at this point, I really feel like, in all honesty, I feel like it should be like some type of repercussions for that. Like, a fine or something for just wasting everybody's damn time right and for being blatantly racist because honestly that's what that's where it stems from racism okay you see a black person you want to irritate that black person or you don't like black people or you think the cops is gonna come and shoot a black person or some shit like that and all honestly that's what that's what it stems from and we tired of it y'all and for you to just exert your power it's like okay i got the power to do this so I'm going to do it. And I mean. Pathetic. And we Absolutely. Always, so why are you playing the race card? Uh, well, why did you call the police on me? It's because of my race. Because if anybody else was sitting here eating, 
you would have gave a second thought to it. So, yeah. Plain whatever. and simple. Uh, over it. Mm-hmm. Over it. So, um, did you see Matt Bar- Barnes oh, calling out Jordan on not, I guess, speaking up for the community? I, I, I definitely saw that and my take on it is, is that I okay so here's my thing I don't force people to speak about politics and things like that if they're not comfortable speaking in it I don't so force anybody I don't believe somebody who's not comfortable being you know a social activist or anything like that should be kind of just because they have some type of celebrity attached to them that they're obligated to speak you know what I mean? They're yeah. not, not everybody's built for that. Not everybody is a revolutionary. We know that. Okay. Not everybody built like that. Um, so I've never faulted Michael Jordan for that. However, what irritated me about this instance is that just through his two sentence comment, you can see how far removed, I guess, he is from mm-hmm. the community. You see how. He didn't refer to it as our community. He referred to it as, quote unquote, LJ's community. First of all, you know damn well you could use LeBron full name. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, I mean, it just, it, but the fact that he doesn't even acknowledge it, acknowledge the black community as his community is, it's mind boggling and crazy to me, especially since, the black community really is what built <laughs> Jordan. Winner. You know what I mean? We built Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Not to say yeah. Mike didn't work hard because Mike was, he worked hard. He was an incredible basketball player. One of the best to ever do it. We ain't going to take, we can't take nothing away from his hard work. Yeah. But to say that the success or the popularity of Michael Jordan wasn't built on the back of the black community is absolutely crazy. We made Jordans what they are. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? If every hip hop, if every rap artist wasn't wearing Jordans or bragging about Jordans in a record, you think Jordans would be as hot as they was? If every black mom and dad didn't go out every, you know, every time Weekend. school started to get their kids some, the new Jordans, the new Jays, you don't think somebody would, you know, that Jordans would be as popular as he would, that he would have the money that he has? Right. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't like back in his day they were getting the type of contracts that they get now, the type of endorsements that they're getting now. So, I mean, it just it it just saddens me to see how far some of us are removed from our communities. That 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 saddens me. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I can't fault him for not being a social activist or not speaking out or being political or whatever like that because like I said not everybody's built like that so but it just saddens me to see that he is just wishy-washy about it yeah yeah um I agree um and I don't like to see like be like oh because you're famous you have to do a b and c d for the community because Essentially, it's your money. You earned it. Whatever. Um, But as you were speaking, like, 
you're so removed it's like okay i'm here i don't have the same problems my kids may not have the same problems which they can um i don't know like his response just really brought me the wrong way and i was listening to um shannon sharp earlier and he was just saying he could basically was saying that he could have said more which i do agree that he could have said more um and he could have really gave his support because to me that tweet was just like give, keep me out of it like i support him whatever yeah um, i mean I, like i said to me even if he would have just tweaked the tweet enough to say that you know i i think that what lebron james has done for our community is amazing even just that yep. would have been so that would have been sufficient enough for me like you know what yeah. i mean Cause like I said, I've uh, we've always known he's not the most political. So just if he would have just give gave that little bit of acknowledgement, yeah. like I, I see y'all, I'm here for y'all, you know. Yeah. I I know what the black community is and has done for me. Then that would have that that would have been better yeah. for me. But just the fact that he like I said he's so far removed is just crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy to me. And yes, I don't expect much from him, but <laughs> so we're gonna move into. Do you have anything else for hot topics? Yeah. Oh, um, sticking to athletes. Um, we threw his ass away last week, <laughs> but um, we got to bring him back up again. Um, Dak Prescott <sighs> doubling down on his stance, saying that basically. He said what he said, okay? And he meant it. Um, saying that he doesn't agree with the protest, he would never protest, and he believes that everybody should stand for the flag. So, yeah. Just this basically is out not here cooning. the flag, though. <laughs> and that's what I don't understand. I feel like that is like a distraction this is one of those real things that i will say that is a distra- distraction it's like so we don't have to talk about the real problems we don't have to talk about police brutality police and police reform reforms oh let me just throw in here oh it's about the flags oh it's about the veterans and people are saying constantly over and over again it's not about the flag it's not about the veterans it's literally about how can you say you know these words and mean them and stand up for a country that doesn't even stand up for you. And I don't care about what people, oh, well, veterans want to fight. Let's just be honest. We have not fought a war for freedom since the Revolutionary War. Every war after that has had some political gain or land or whatever to come out of that. So it was never about or never been about freedom. Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam, World War II, not about freedom not so for you to you know like have all of this integrity and honor now to me it's bullshit and then the whole anthem is fucking bullshit the fact that you didn't do it before 2001 is bullshit you pay for it to be done is bullshit so you again that's not patriotic nigga like what the fuck Listen, you know I'm unapologetically pro-black. So I'm just going to keep it all the way 100. I don't even, you know, I don't even believe in the fact that we should force 
kids to say the pledge of allegiance and yeah. all, you know salute the flag and all that jazz and all because let's let's keep it 100 as black people america has shown us that they don't give a damn about us that their pledge of allegiance their all of that doesn't mean anything we can go over and serve and fight for this country there's how many black veterans are there that have went over there and fought and served for this country and come back to this country and are harassed, gunned down in the streets, treated like trash? You know what I mean? So they don't let's let's stop that. Stop the bullshit. So in that regards, I, I don't I don't give a shit. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't give a shit about that whole concept of pledging to a flag and allegiance and woo, 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 woo. until this country can treat me the same way that they treat everybody else i don't give a fuck so (laughs) i'm just gonna keep it honest i'm gonna keep it i don't give a fuck so but as far as the nfl protests like you said they're using that whole narrative as a distraction to drive away because in all honesty they don't want to talk about black issues in anything in anything we know that sports politics any any time anything that concerns black people or black issues is brought up note you'll notice how there's always an excuse you notice yeah. how there's always a narrative shift anytime like police brutality oh black on black crime even though black on black crime doesn't exist but <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's a term they use to distract from the the real issues out there okay but um so i just uh, it just is frustrating and crazy to me that Jack Prescott of all people, like a black man, just because, I mean, listen, just because your ass is on the team with Jerry Jones and we know that he signs your checks. Don't mean you got to be a cool man. You don't. I'm be sorry. Quiet. Just be quiet. Don't say nothing. We don't need to hear from you. If you don't, like I said, if you don't agree, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to be a part of the message, just be silent. But wait, though. Didn't he come from out of Mississippi? Like, was it Mississippi State? Oh, oh girl, I don't know nothing about where he came I from. Am, That's why I'm almost sure. So that makes it even worse. That's why I'm just like, man. <laughs> For me, like. You know what I mean? I just I just feel like don't don't deter from the message. If you don't, If you don't want to be a part of it, then stay silent. Don't speak on it. But when you, anytime you out here showing support to the oppressor, you a problem. You're problematic and you canceled and we not here for you. Point blank and period. Anytime you show support for white supremacy and white supremacists, then we not here for you. You are canceled. To all y'all folks out there who are Dallas Cowgirl fans, um, throw his jersey away. (laughs) Don't let me catch you in these streets with a Dak Prescott jersey on if you black. Because I'm definitely going to be judging your ass. Okay? So I just looked up Mississippi State University. One of the most racist, racist. states wow. in the whole country. <laughs> and the university itself. Racist. <laughs> wow. So, I don't I'm even like, understand. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, I am like pretty sure. <laughs> I like I wasn't sure which one, but I'm like I'm pretty sure it was Mississippi. Yeah, you can't listen. You can't. You can't have went to a school in Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. You can't have lived in Mississippi 
and not know the effects of racism. I don't give a damn how popular of an athlete you were, bruh. I don't give a damn. It's Mississippi, bruh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I know. So that right there further affirms to me that I know he knows that what he's saying is bullshit. In Louisiana, though. I just can't. As a small town, I think, what does it say? Supper or Supper, Louisiana? I just can't, y'all. Ugh. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it keeps getting. It just gets worse and worse. And then you I play just, in Texas, so. Exactly. Like, we just <laughs> throw him away. Yeah. Again, if I see y'all out here with a Dak Prescott, ooh. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just judging your ass so harshly. I am. Because he is absolute trash mm-hmm. throw him away yeah. he canceled <laughs> throw the whole dallas cowgirls i don't hell. know why they still around y'all all canceled <laughs> just because your owner's a white supremacist and we don't support his ass so fuck y'all I mean, too. Slave, driver, though. slave driver he <laughs> said he said y'all finna uh work for his ass okay <laughs> y'all finna call him master Boy. out here <laughs> get out there Oh man, pathetic. We'll see. Well, we got maybe like another what two weeks before? Is it two weeks before kickoff officially? Yeah, I mean they're in the preseason right yeah. now, so yeah, it should be like another two weeks before they actually start playing. Yeah. We're gonna see. Girl, I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't watched. I'm not that. expecting shit from him, but we're just gonna see how. All of this kind of plays out with who stays in the locker room, who comes out, and yeah, I guess just to 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 all my brothers out there, you you don't even if you don't want to, you ain't even got to come out to stay in the locker room. You know, we ain't gonna judge you. You know, get your coins, man. We understand, but just just don't be one of them folks out here. And I, for speaking me, speaking the nonsense, staying in the locker room is still a form of protest, and I know that's like your compromise, exactly. But I do still think that's a form of protest. You don't see me out there; I'm still not going for it. Long as you ain't out there with hand over your chest with the bullshit, like <laughs> I never <laughs> pledged allegiance to the flag. Like my mama was like, "No, don't do it." Uh, we were in a very religious household, and she was like, "You only pledge allegiance to God." Um, so we never did that. And, like, now when I'm older, I'm just like, I ain't here for it. Right. <laughs> I ain't, I never did it then. I'm not doing it now. I don't care. <laughs> so, whatever. We have a lot of sports news today because we yeah. forgot Blake Griffin ah, and his child his support child payments. Support. I'm trying to figure out who came out with the rumor that he was paying, like, 200 and some thousand dollars because they were like, he only pays $30,000. Thirty-two thousand. Oh, is that work? Which I'm like, I mean, shit, maybe seventeen million dollars off a five-year contract. That ain't. Can we just talk about how his baby mama paid, bruh? She got uh, uh she got Matt Liner as her other kids' baby father, and Black Shh. professional man. She a professional groupie, <laughs> y'all. Listen, y'all talk about black women as gold diggers. Shit. <laughs> Sis said, I ain't working never. <laughs> this is professional baby mom. Real life. <laughs> but you know what, though? I don't feel no sympathy because no. you chose the lay with her. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't want, that's, that's my whole, that's the whole thing I don't understand with men. It's like, yo, act like, like you can't, like it's a choice. Yeah, I mean, like it's not a choice. Like you can't, uh, like you gotta sleep with her. You gotta, you can't use a condom or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I And no matter what, like, I know we use the term gold digger, but no matter what, you know, race or whatever a, a person is or a woman is, if she's a mother, that shit is hard when you figure out you know, I got to possibly sacrifice having a career, you know, to make sure the child is taken care of. Because it's hard to enter the workforce once you leave as a woman. Me and you can't speak for that. But as a woman, especially a mother, a lot of people don't want to hire you because essentially they know women are left with going to pick up the child when the child is sick and all of these other duties um, that we have to do so to say people like oh that's too much yeah you can't fathom like why does she need thirty two thousand dollars a month because you only make thirty thousand dollars so you thinking this it'll be my whole paycheck they are not coming out of your little coins coming after your little coins like that you are safe <laughs> exactly but when you think about a celebrity kid a lot of these children have to have security because they kidnap celebrity children and paparazzi so, are crazy right. and ruthless um, so when you think about, okay, I need, you know, security for my child. And that's probably what he will pay, if not more. And then when you think about a living nanny and all of that shit, I'm like, that shit, it adds up yeah. very quick. Exactly. That, that That's my whole, that's my whole kind of take on it. I hate that those are even stories because yeah. to be honest, regular folk, y'all can't listen. Y'all can't pretend to understand or know rich folk business i'm sorry <laughs> okay you just can't you're not making that type of coin you're not making that type of money so you can't you can't judge what's too much for their lifestyle you know what i mean like let's Definitely. let's be completely honest you can't judge how much money it costs to to raise a basically a celebrity kid right you know what i mean so let's at, at the end of the day just stay out of millionaire's <laughs> business Point blank period. Okay, <laughs> regular folks stay out of millionaire business. Okay, I mean, real life. I'm like, you have to. They not coming. I don't know if some people take it as if it's coming out of their paycheck or it would be their child support if they have a kid. It's like, bro, your thirty thousand dollars is your sixty thousand dollars is safe. You will not be paying that. Like, and I'm pretty sure, and I said. And I had to tell one of the dudes that commented on my uh, Facebook when I was talking about it. It's like, he didn't complain about it. <laughs> because y'all he understood. Y'all going hard about something he didn't even complain about. Exactly. He made no other motions to say, oh, it should be decreased or nothing. He just like, we ain't heard from him. Because he essentially realized it's expensive. And if I tally up taking on this child 100%, I have to pay certain expenses. I'm like, what do y'all think health insurance, life insurance, all of this other stuff comes from? They need, you know, clothing and all. I'm like, they don't wear animals from Walmart and what is it, Cisco Kids or Chisco Kids, whatever it is. It's a whole nother different ball game, and it doesn't. I don't know. I'll be watching the what is it the. It's not the lifestyle of the rich and famous. I think the 
Secret Lives of the Super Rich or something that comes on MSNBC. And I'm like, since this what on what? <laughs> like, I can't even, I be saying, you bought a $600 toilet? What, what they supposed to do? I'm like, have yeah. y'all looked up spoons on Tiffany's? <laughs> like, <laughs> they just, I mean, they just live different. So, right. I, to, to, for us to try to fathom what her expenses are right. for the month and all that jazz is, Stay out of millionaire business. <laughs> Point blank and period. Okay. If you ain't a millionaire, stay out of millionaire business. Period. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, that's all that's the hot tops we got for today. So I guess we can jump into the relationship stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start with my question and then we can like. Jump into yours because you have the really good ones this week. <laughs> um, so mine is, what advice would you give a younger woman about relationships and dating? Um, take your time. Uh, be very selective about who you share your time with, your body with, your energy with. Um, have fun and do not ignore the 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 blaring <laughs> red lights like don't ignore them if your spidey senses is off get out <laughs> like yeah just <laughs> don't, don't do it because a lot of times that's where we kind of get caught up at as women is that we kind of ignore those warning signs and those little things it's like okay something is off but and we're right leave and then it's like damn i thought about that like six months ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) you should have been gone six months ago so don't ignore the warning signs leave totally agree (laughs) (laughs) um my advice would be one is to know that there is no timetable um, your life is your life. Don't compare it to someone else's timetable, whatever their timetable is as far as marriage and kids. And even if you want marriage or kids or don't want marriage and kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. So just understanding that your life is your life and your own timetable is your timetable. So don't, you know, feel any type of ways about that. And um, also I would say the biggest advice I would give is to understand that you cannot change a person. Okay? <laughs> you cannot change a person. People change for, you know, for what who they want and when they want. So, you know what I mean? It, as cliche as it is, um, going back to that Maya Angelou quote where she said, people going to always show you who they are believe it um that's just that's to me that's like the greatest quote to apply to relationships you know what i'm saying when a person shows you who they are that's who they are don't you can't change that you can't you can't go around thinking oh well i know he's doing this right now but i'm gonna give him a couple years nope Mm -mm. he not gonna change (laughs) um it's it's not gonna happen (laughs) let it go (laughs) you know what I mean so that's my biggest advice to anyone in dating is know that you cannot change a person okay Mm -hmm. 
So if they show you who they are, believe them. And if you don't, if it doesn't line up with you, then throw them deuces and move on. Okay. Yep. I agree. That's good. Good advice. <laughs> and yo, and I was just thinking about something as well with advice. Your taste will definitely change. Um, yes. Because <laughs> I remember, like, when I was like twenty one, twenty two, I did not want to get married. I did not want to have children. I don't know what it was at that point in my life. It wasn't because I was like, wow, what I just did not want to get married. I did not want to have children. I'm like, I just want to be me and, you know, whatever. I don't want to, you know, be attached to anybody like that. And then I'm like, you know what? I can get married. And my clock never came on. So I am 30 and my clock still hasn't came on. I just know like now I'm like, It'd be nice to have children to share my life with me and my husband, but my clock is still not on. Oh, we so different. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I've always wanted to get married. Yeah. The kids thing didn't happen honestly until I became an like an adult and just fully kind of aware of myself. Yeah. Um. That's when like my my kids thing and like when I became aware of myself and who I was, it was like, okay, I knew that I wanted kids and my clock clicked right on. Like, I'm like, oh, I want a baby and not oh, have babies and, and all of that. So it clicked right in. Like, my clock is just like tick, 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 See, I'm tick, not, tick, I don't hear it. And oh, like, girl. And that was always my <laughs> sign. I'm like, I don't know when I want to have children or like, it'll become, you know, a main focus or one of my main focus in life when my clock comes on and I'm like, my clock is not on. Is it broken? What's <laughs> happening? And it was just so happened. I was listening to somebody talking. It was like, everybody doesn't have that same instinct. So don't always like, oh, you know, my clock is not on or whatever. You know, some people are different. And that's just how I am. I'm like, shit. I'm, at this point, I'm like, you know what? It'd be nice when I get married. You know, me and my husband, we have just two kids <laughs> just <laughs> oh listen girl at this space i'd be happy with just one okay i want them to have a playmate if i, I do twins, i'm old the first now. time <laughs> i'll be okay you're not old i am old no. Nancy's, okay no uh once you hit them 30s man the <laughs> egg, them eggs are starting to dissipate quickly <laughs> Shit, but then how again, it's going now though. But then again, what's her face? Uh, Bridget Nielsen at fifty something just had a baby. Did you hear her tell me? I, I don't want to be seen. This girl is like, uh. <laughs> I mean, you old, <laughs> mom. I <laughs> tell you, sis. Be like, you know, you and my mama was wearing the same baby. She, she granny. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh I mean, man, it's crazy. She, because when I even think about it, I'm like. I'm gonna be an old ass parent. <laughs> they can be like, hey, this your grandma would drop you. <laughs> Basically. That's why I'm on the verge of like everybody else growing and adopting, man. Like, at least I could still have a kid in my 30s and I won't be like super old when they go at that graduation. But see, like, the thing about that is that I be saying with adoption is like, as soon as you adopt a child, it's like, oh, you're pregnant or something like that. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I only had enough money for this one. And here come another one. And not saying it it's like you ever come first. That's who get all the resources. <laughs> oh, uh, that would be just my luck too. As <laughs> soon as I adopt. <laughs> damn it. 
like yo dr charity one and here you are pregnant again damn <laughs> <laughs> oh man like i ain't keep number one <laughs> so yeah oh i have a fun question though uh-huh what is a deal breaker on the first date um mm, a deal breaker on the first date let me think deal breaker on the first date i don't know i would say um mm, try not to come off as shallow <laughs> <laughs> Trying talk to talk about me. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to be deep and not come up with <laughs> Um, a deal breaker on the first date would be um being overly aggressive. Like I don't like. I like. I love men who are like flirtatious and confident and tad bit cocky. I'll admit, I like. I like. A little, I like some cockiness, but um. I don't like men who are overly aggressive. Yeah. Like that is a quick turn off to me. Like don't be that guy ever. So <laughs> that that would be my deal breaker for the first date. Overly aggressive man. Okay. Um I don't know. I feel like these two go hand in hand. Um if you don't pay for the date, mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That's like a deal breaker at that point. You're in the friend zone and you're a homie. <laughs> um, we just went to hang out and get something to eat. Um, and they, these will go hand in hand. So I have two number ones, um, two deal breakers. And if you are rude to like the wait staff or Ooh. like our waitress or something like that, it, yeah, that's <laughs> you might as well like. I would probably leave. <laughs> That's real. That's real. I don't like. I don't like that at all because yeah. that that shows the type of character that you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because surfers are people too. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm one of those people who like I can't even like even like when I'm irritated and I know like the service wasn't that great. I yeah. still think about the fact that serving is not <laughs> an easy job and they do I not make a lot people. of money <laughs> and i would and if it, if i was in their shoes i would probably be fired so <laughs> um so you know what i mean so like yeah. i i i'm with you on that like i cannot stand someone who's rude to waiters and to servers and wait staff like that's terrible oh 100% agree with that yeah huh just thinking about it makes me angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so just digging a little deeper. This week, the idiot Slim Thug. Again, he's in the news. Um, made comments calling basically Russell Corny. Uh, well, talking about, first of all, he was talking about Sierra and Russell Wilson's marriage. And saying that once she's with, um, been with the thug, it's she can't go and be with the corny guy because it just doesn't go together. And the only reason why she's with Russell is for security, and the marriage isn't real. Um, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <sighs> all right. So listen. First of all, I don't subscribe to the idea of the quote unquote corny guy like i don't i don't understand 
why Russell Wilson is considered corny. Like I don't I like when they were talking to him, they were actually trying to to grasp grasp from him why he considers Russell corny or whatever like that. They asked him, is it because he never sold drugs? Is it because he's not a street guy? What what about him is corny? And then Slim kind of tried to back it up and say, well, I'm not saying he corny. I'm saying he's like a square. Uh, To me, that's the same thing. Saying that somebody's a square is exact same thing. Um, I think that the reason that Russell kind of gets that type of, I guess, treatment is because in all honesty, Russell was previously before Sierra married to a white woman. But he couldn't dress though. He was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's why people, that's why I think maybe that's why he kind of gets that second look or whatever. People kind of be like, man, he's slick, quote unquote, corny or whatever like that. But to, to even say that a woman can't grow, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like you said, and, and when you were talking about your advice that your taste will change, um, she grew as a woman, she grew as a person and, she changed her taste changed you know what i'm saying she i mean she quote unquote leveled up right she said that she grew and changed and she just started to see the world differently she probably had different friends were around different type of people and she wanted a different type of man and she saw that that's what made her happy and more happy than what she had ever been so um to to, for him to eat and then for him to be a quote-unquote chatty patty or Chatty Cathy, whatever you want to refer to it as, and just be out here chatting about somebody else's marriage that ain't even none of your business. Like, you're not even friends with neither one of these people. You don't know these people. Like, you just out here running your mouth on somebody else's business. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, let's cut the, let's cut the shit. You shouldn't be doing that shit. But why he speak on Latoya Luckett, though? Because she mm-hmm. out here glowing with her pregnancy mm-hmm. and her recent marriage. Personally, I think that that's what got him oh, in his yeah, feelings. Yes, okay. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that she is out here living her best. She leveled up, honey. Thank like you. She left you and went with a quote unquote corny dude. And you feel jaded like, oh, she should have been with me. First of all, you are not a catch. And I'm like, I, when she was even with him, I'm like, what's up? <laughs> and that's the same way I felt about like Sierra and even 50 Cent. Um, future really threw me off because I was like, "What?" And I'm like, "You know what? That I ain't." And see, and <laughs> see, and and that, and that's the thing is that people people will assume that it's because like it's like a street. It's because they street dudes. No, it's not. It's not. They, I love street dudes too because some of them are the realest and most and mature nice. and nice yeah. people that you will meet. But some of them in ain't shit. Ain't shit. And some of these quote unquote straight lace corny dudes right. ain't shit. It, so right. <laughs> and it, it comes down to and I think that's the this goes back into a whole nother thing of when people are like, Oh, black women don't like nerds and all of that. That's what you want to project on what we don't like. It's not that, it's just that even when it comes down to okay, he hood or whatever, a lot of times it's like, Okay, I wanna see past this exterior part. And see what he has in the inside. And a lot of times, or sometimes, not a lot, um, it's something totally different. It's not that you can't, you know, get a good person because he's a quote-unquote hood dude. Um, sometimes there are good people. Um, they're good men. They're good fathers. 
it's just okay this is their outside and they may need cleaning up because they're real like i feel like sierra leveled up russell because something about his like aura changed and not saying that he was never ugly he's still not my type but he's attractive and he became like refined happiness yeah happy you know what i'm telling you joy makes people super attractive (laughs) (laughs) have you noticed that like when people are happy and they're quote-unquote living their best life even like the most unattractive person to you be like you know i see you okay (laughs) okay you know what i'm saying happiness is attractive right i agree so i mean i think that's what it is like you can see the joy and the love that he has for her and that's attractive so yeah i'm like he i don't know even his you know trying to explain well no i was meaning like you know she was with future and then now she it's like no matter you can't explain that away her taste like i said you never know what future may have presented to her to be like okay well you know maybe he is a good person he what he is making money so it's not like oh he can't take care of his children that 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 would be a different like if he was i guess broke and had four kids i'd probably like (laughs) sis run but he he got financial means it's like okay well is he seeing them often and all of this stuff so and we're not gonna act like people don't be putting on shows for people that they want to get them Mm-hmm. And then turn it around and be totally different people. We're not gonna act like that. Right? <laughs> We're not gonna act like that. So, you know, that's one thing. And then my biggest thing with all of it, he was like financial security. What the fuck is wrong with marrying somebody for financial security? Like, uh, duh. Who? I'm not marrying just for love. Like. Because love is not going to pay the bills. It's not going to get car no paid. It's not going to pay the electric. Yeah. I want financial security. Like. <laughs> I think that. I think that. It's naive. To. For anybody. As far as when you think about relationships and dating. To think that money doesn't play a factor. Yeah. If you go, if you go and just look at all of like the dating experts and relationship advice and all that stuff like that, and you go and look at kind of the statistics on marriage and divorces and stuff, money often plays a key factor in that. So, I mean, I think that it's, it's naive of people to believe that money isn't important. I mean, unfortunately, money rules the world. So we have to, you know, as a, as a person, you have to kind of decide as far as your life is concerned, what you need from your partner as far as, you know, what, what, what basically what to you is considered financial security as mm-hmm. far as your partner is concerned. And for different people, that's different, um, you know, different levels or whatever like that. And I, I, and I feel like it's wrong for us to continuously judge people. Because they because they are trying to do, you know, what's best for their life and what fits best in their life. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we're constantly judging people uh, as far as like the they only choose to date this type of person or that type of person or this, that and the other or whatever. But I mean, hey, if that's what they want in their life, if that's what fits into their life and it makes sense for them, then. 
And Let them do that. Like, I'm not. I need financial security. And even on the other end, if you say, hey, okay, he's, you know, the man is the breadwinner. I mean, he still needs financial security as well to know that you're not going to be frivolous with the coin. So, I mean, it, it, it works both ways. And, you know, people only see this one side of it. But just that coming along, I'm like, so was she supposed to leave him and not be with somebody financially secure or somebody below her or but and that's the weird that's the weird thing though because because it's always women who get judged for that right because everybody always assumes that men are the quote-unquote breadwinners or they make the most money when it comes to relationships so they don't get any judgment for kind of who they decide to date or who they choose to date or whatever like that it's always the women but my question then to to men also is that if that's the case uh, you're saying she only dated russell for her money then why as men do you always do you guys kind of go out and choose these women who you know be broke broke? you know i'm saying that's and that's and and i I feel like it's a control thing right you want to be able to say i kind of i hold this power over you i can dangle this over you you know, because I have the money. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm, I'm the financial support. But then, at, on the same dime, you want to turn around and say, "Oh, she was just using me for my dollars." Like it, it doesn't make sense. And most of the time, in those agreements, you kind of know what you signed up for. You know, like the type of woman that you go after, that you pursue. Um, it's, it's not hard. And I don't know. A lot of them try to feign like ignorance when it comes to. Oh well, I didn't know that she was a gold digger. Um, yeah, you did. Selena Powell. <laughs> right. You did. I'm like, it, it's it's obvious. And I'm like, we always wanna be like, you know, even when, you know, it comes down to sex and money. Sex is lucrative because it makes money and vice versa. Like I, I don't I don't know. I just I don't get it. It's like you want one thing, but you want to do this other thing and make it seem like it's going to work. It's not going to work. You cannot say, I'm going to go after a gold digger, but I don't want her to want me for my money. Huh? Yeah. I mean, a lot of, like I said, I feel like a lot of it comes down to control. Like, yeah. they want to be able to kind of dangle, quote unquote, dangle the coin over you. Like say, Stephen Jay, I took you out of the strip club. Preach. That's the, that is the perfect <laughs> example. Yeah. Stevie J and how he used to always say to Jocelyn, that was his favorite thing. I I took you out of the hood. I took you out of the strip club. I can send you back. He always dangled that over her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a control thing. It's a power thing. So I, I it's um, that's a whole other topic in itself. But yeah. <laughs> and then I also notice when we have these conversations or that I've seen in these conversations, um like a black woman thing as well and i know people like oh the race whatever but it's not really saying a bad thing for i guess other races to be like look we marry people and even in a lot of you know societies they marry based on class you know status to keep the money all together mm-hmm. um but then it's like with black one, oh, you being, you know, a gold digger or you should lower your standards or why, you know, that you is have true. to have A, B, and C, D. That is very and I, true. And it's like, um, I mean, why do I have to sign up to struggle like this? 
No. That is very true. It's, it seems like when it, when, when you think about the conversation, it does seem like society paints it as that black women have to, in order, I guess, quote unquote, to live the black experience, you have to struggle. That yeah. mean that that just prove I don't I don't like I I've, I'm I'm not doing I'm that. with you I fully when you think about it I fully agree it really mm-hmm. is the whole gold digger conversation really circulates around black women yep. for whatever reason you never really uh, see or hear white women or women who aren't black being accused of being gold diggers yeah. it's very rare you know what I mean like um very rare actually so i mean and, and honestly they kind of get supported i mean the kardashians right. a perfect example secure the bag secure the bag that name one non-athlete they've dated or you know what i mean they're they're rich enough quote unquote they could date down they don't they have their own money their own financial security so but you name one person outside of some type of industry that they haven't dated or that they they don't cling to or haven't been associated to. They're not called gold diggers, you know what I mean? Definitely. But you take a take a girl like Amber Rose or Black China, even though sis is out here struggling. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a bad example right now. <laughs> but just for instance, you take them and it's like, I mean, but even using Black China as an example, and I don't like it. But um, it's like, okay, I want to have my children by people that I know are financially stable enough to take care of them. Why is that a hard thing to, like, wrap your mind around? Like, children cost money. And, you Scared know. Access. Right. <laughs> um, and, I mean, definitely you should look out for, especially as far as children, you should definitely look out for their physical, emotional, spiritual health. But finances is a big part as well. Yeah. So I, I just, it's that whole conversation as well that really bothers me. It's like you really have a lot of societies that's like, look, I need for you to get with this person because their family is well off and you're going to be taken care of and all of this. So why is it so hard that, and even when it comes down to black women, the struggle is not just financially. We have to struggle physically, emotionally, the whole nine to be like, oh, you deserve love. Absolutely. And I'm not doing this shit. Like, <laughs> count me out, bro. <laughs> count me out. So, yeah. yeah. Buddha Slim Thug. I mean, I really feel like he was never in to be counseled, but I just want to counsel him anyway. <laughs> Like, and I didn't know he had a baby by his cousin. I'm like, so why are you even talking? What? <laughs> oh, you should be quiet. Oh my gosh, no. Wow. Listen, that's just that's a whole nother level. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. So I'm like, uh, bro, no, we not even finna do this with you and um yeah so oh we brought up amber rose so in this week's news um did you catch one of drake's songs had the reference oh which one was it was it eight out of ten but he was like i got these hoes walking like amber rose i'm like what you not gonna do (laughs) (laughs) drake That is so random. Oh, trash. 
like them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, if any of y'all want to send me some Drake tickets, I'd appreciate it. Go ahead and send it to me. Or his phone number, because we're trying to get her married. Listen. <laughs> if y'all want to do that, just, just drop. Go ahead and drop that number for me. <laughs> you know, if you know him, tell him to slide in my DMs. I'm just saying. I'm here for you, boo. <laughs> so, she was in um, the news because she made a comment um, about, she said, women fuck who they want. Men fuck who they can remember that. So, of course... Men in their true fashion and their egos. Um, their rebuttal was um, men marry who they want. Women marry who they can. Let's argue. So, okay. So, I saw that quote and I had no idea that it was even attached or started by Ambrose or attached to Ambrose. Um, and my whole thing, like, it was just a head scratch and all. Yeah. Because I'm just like. The, to me, both arguments are just kind of irrelevant because I feel like people fucking marry whoever they want to, <laughs> period. Like, I don't even... <laughs> I don't understand what's the debate yeah. about. I think it comes down to, you know how people like a man chooses his wife and not the other way around, and I'm like, I guess, maybe, but when it comes down to me, I don't... Women can turn down proposals. Right, I was like, like I, I have to choose you. In order for us to get married, it's not like, oh, he wants to get, which it is true that someone was like, oh, he wants to marry me, so I'm going to go ahead and marry. I don't believe in that. It's like, uh, no, (laughs) I don't choose you. Um, I don't know, but I kind of think it, the first part especially rings true to me. Like, I don't know. I just feel like dudes be like, especially these inbox hoppers. Hey, beautiful. Hey, beautiful. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, beautiful. Can we hang out? <laughs> yeah. I begin some of the weirdest DMs, yo. Like, hold on. This is like completely off topic, but I have to share this with you. So, this dude hopped in my DM and like, it was some, the weirdest shit. Like, he, he's talking about some, um, he wrote like a whole, like, you know what fan fiction is? Bruh, he wrote like a whole fanfic paragraph, like, yo, I'ma do this and that. And I'm like, <laughs> bruh, the fuck is it? <laughs> First of all, why do you have this kind of time? <laughs> what are you doing? Is this a copy and paste or something? What's exactly. Happening? Like, this is crazy, bruh. But it was the most funny. Like, I got a good laugh out of it, though. So I'm not going to lie to you. It was funny. But, um,. They do the most, man. Yeah. Them DMs. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, like I said, with that Amber Rose quote, like I I guess I'm just one of those people. I'm like, I didn't see what the argument was e- on either side because I feel like, like I said, people going to fucking marry whoever they want to fucking marry. So that's on both sides. So it is what it is yeah. in, in general. To me, they kind of cancel each other out. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Like- I just think it was because it came from Amber Rose and people were like, oh, she a hoe, boo. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and I still people gonna always judge that girl. Like, let, let that girl live. Like, and the she fact- never said anything like Drell. He's like, you know, oh, my whole status is erased or something. And like, you only know Kanye Wiz, 21. And Wiz. And then this new dude. And she was married to Wiz. Yeah. That's so it. I'm like, that's both. That's it. <laughs> 
don't know. It her and her new dude look cute though. They cute. They slick cute together. So I'm, I'm like, rooting for. That's what I'm like, sis. I just I don't know. Mm. With her at 21, I'm like, yeah, exactly. Her and that, her and that new dude, I like them. They cute. They cute together. Cause I'm like, imagine if you mess up and have a baby with 21. <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to do that? Oh, man. Really? <laughs> really? Come out with a tattoo on your forehead. <laughs> Sideshow <laughs> side Bob. <laughs> Don't know. Listen. Yeah, this little dude, he's a real cutie, though. So. Uh-huh. I'm oh. here for it. So. I guess we got, um, no more topics? No, I'm done. Okay. So, before we get up out of here, we're going to. This is kind of like hot topic relationship all kind of rolled into one. Um, we saved it for last to kind of give both of our minds some some kind of away from it. Coming back to the Lance Gross situation. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Lance Gross and his wife Becca just had or Beck is it Becca? It's, I think it's Becca, something like that. Just had a cute 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 little baby he is so cute Lennon and um adorable and people were uh he posted a picture and under the picture he captioned it he said um my little man's color coming in nicely simple point blanket period and people went ham they was going crazy in his comments talking about how you you didn't keep the same energy with your daughter. Um, you wouldn't have been happy if your daughter came out darker. You just, you know, because she's lighter. And you wouldn't have had to worry about your son's color if you would have got you a dark skin, an actual real black woman or a dark skinned black woman or this, that, and the other. You're a colorist because you dark skin, but you choose to only date light. Hit, which was, which, which is when. They threw in the hole that, I mean, he was with Eva, and you know Eva light skin. And I was just like, Eva Brown, Eva Brown, bro. I had but, Alice, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that was the whole. And then the saddest thing to me was when he had to post that post yeah. where he felt that he had he needed to explain to people to justify him, first of all, commenting about his own child, his son, and the color of his skin um but also feeling like he had to justify his choice for the you know the woman that he chose to love and then again people attacking the the woman's the woman saying oh she ain't black enough you know being uh, being color struck basically saying oh she's not black enough so you you're a colorist or you're color struck because she's light-skinned woo-woo da 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 you didn't you you when you even they even picked apart what he wrote talking about uh you how come you didn't say black as strong for your wife as you did you said you a proud black man and you went kind of quietly in caps wrote and my african-american wife how come you didn't say a proud black woman i'm just like y'all doing the most man let that man live so just kind of touching on that whole situation like what are your thoughts on it like i mean i for one i it saddened me to even that he even had to justify that at all but what is this this whole idea of because 
as a black man, he chose to marry a lighter woman that makes him color struck. Like I don't under I don't understand that concept. What does that come like? What is that? I'm gonna say I think with any movement you have people that go too far, um, and I think that's that's where we are now. Like you going too far with the colorism. Like we definitely want to have the conversation. We definitely want to be aware of it. We definitely want to acknowledge that it does happen. But that's one of the things that's going too far. First of all, let's put it out there. His daughter is like brown skin and she's very brown Preach. it's not anything <laughs> ambiguous about her even his wife it's not anything ambiguous about her she is a black woman and we cannot sit in again like going back to when we first talked about it is everybody is not going to be um ducky and kofi like you have your not saying that his preference was light skin his preference could have been you know white hips and you know this type of nose or something and she fit the quality you know criteria and okay i'm gonna go with her i can't not that like i don't i don't get it i don't get why we're so hung up on oh and she has to be this type of black woman or whatever no black women come in all of these different types and for you to think that oh because he's a black man the you know the woman has to be dark skinned. And I'm like, again, Eva, there is nothing about her light skin. She is very, <laughs> she is very brown. Very brown. Because even when you think about like when she put up pictures and she got a tan, it's like, what's light about That's why I'm saying like, I don't understand people, um, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't understand, like, people's definition, uh, people even yeah. definition of what light is, 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 is mind-boggling now. Like, I don't even get it. She's and now, crazy. and now people, we've got, that's why, like you say, like, with the, with the whole colorism thing going too far, it's like now people is, is trying to tell people how they Should can leave. define themselves, how they can label themselves, like, to see people tell a mixed person, uh, you biracial, you not black, so you don't count. Like, how are you? Who are you to tell somebody how to identify? If they identify as black, you don't get to just say, "Oh, because you got a white parent or this that you not you not black, you don't count." You don't get to, you know what I mean? Like all the people who are trying to, you know, throw out Yari and all of them, you know, Zendaya and all those girls who clearly they speak up more. Than, and I mean, they recognize. Again, that's, those are two people, especially, that recognize, look, I am light. I have that privilege. So I do say more. I do speak up more. I do take up for women of, not just women of color, black women more, dark-skinned black women more. So for you to put that, I guess, limit on blackness when it comes to that, that, to me, is bothersome. Um deters from the conversation yeah and it's mm -hmm. like yeah that that's one of the biggest things it's like it takes from the conversation that like i said we need to sit down and have we need to, to continue to have but if you're gonna come with this bullshit i don't want to hear it like to be honest those people can be left out of the conversation it's because you're going too far yes some men are going to be attracted to light-skinned women i myself are not attracted to light-skinned men that's not my thing so, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't get, 
I don't understand people's like concepts, ideas, like they mind. I'm trying to wrap my like your daughter. I'm like his daughter is brown skin. That's what I'm saying. That's what see and then, see. That's what I'm telling she you. Brown, like the she like well, the conversation brown. is crazy because even people just really just like are jumping out the windows as far as like is that <laughs> she is browner than you like. <laughs> People are like jumping out the window as far as like what's so adorable though. He's so cute. Okay. She is adorbs. Um, so I just I it's 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 like I said, colorism is definitely a conversation that we need to have. But all of these like side swipes and comments and kind of stuff that we're seeing is just it's it's deterring from the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Throwing out mixed people saying that you know they're biracial they don't get to choose how they identify they're biracial they ain't black i mean you know just uh, all of these all of this craziness telling you know folks is really like talking the whole team dark skin light skin thing again and that's we trying to get away from y'all talking this whole um i seen a whole thread literally talking about of folks just talking about man these light skins man y'all doing the most woo woo y'all every time we talk about colorism y'all want to act like light skins can experience color colorism no it's it's only for dark skins and first of all i'm just mad that y'all y'all here still light skins and dark skins <laughs> like what are we doing i'm just trying to figure out <sighs> i'm looking just going through his instagram and i'm like she's just light skin that's what I'm saying. There's nothing that's like racially ambiguous about her at all. <laughs> she just light skinned. Remind you of Soleil though? Remember Genuine's um, ex-wife? Yeah, she definitely does. You are absolutely right. So, so I'm trying to figure out when we had this conversation or we have this conversation about who black men should technically date. So light skin women supposed to be single i don't know i don't i don't girl listen i don't understand the i don't like i said i don't understand where this where it's going now because like i said it's deter it's deterring from colorism period like it colorism is a conversation that we definitely need to have there definitely needs to be more representation of dark skin black folks period when it comes to the media when it comes to music videos relationship i mean it it needs to be more prevalent we definitely need to acknowledge the fact that for years and years and years you know there was the whole paper bag rule and and people the darker that you were the more people picked on you and the more people you know what i mean we definitely have to acknowledge that but and we have to talk about it and have a conversation about it but on the on the 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 other end of the spectrum we can't now turn it around and it's it's almost as if like there's so much there was so much hurt there that now it's like i want to hurt i want to hurt you back for revenge and it's like look for us we're still all black mm-hmm. um and i mean he with a black woman had a black and two black babies like <laughs> I'm happy about that. I mean, he, listen, he, 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 he doing more than most of us. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't keep it honest, I'm happy about that. It's still You know what I'm saying? We're seeing healthy love, um, uh-huh. healthy happy, examples right. of black love. Right. Okay. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not knocking that. Okay. 
she she likes it. I'm like, I'm dark skinned. Everybody's not gonna be attracted to me. Like, the fuck? Exactly. Like, like you said, you don't like light skinned men. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Not I'm every crazy. not every um black man is gonna be attracted to light skinned women. Um, you know what I mean? So I just is And just to be honest, like I, and I'm not it's slick joke, but it's slick serious too. A lot of these black men that be going around these hotel heroes, and I'm not gonna call them black men because it's different. They a little sub category. The hotel heroes, they be like, "Oh, I love a black queen," and the only pictures they post of black queens are dark skinned black women, half naked with grease on them, <laughs> and three C curly hair. Put some four C hair on that chick, wipe that grease off, and put some clothes on it, and I bet you he'll pass by her ass. I mean, don't listen to that bullshit either. Preach. Preach. Okay. I really think, though, in all honesty, too, I also think that social media has plays a part in it, too, because mm-hmm. if you notice that a lot of the, when they do the appreciation posts, like you said, it's always the extremes. You have the, the like you said, the super chocolate with all the grease on them and, you know, like you said, either the, the she has super, a body. Not exactly. She has an incredible body with, like, a 3C the 3C hair texture, like, you know, for those of y'all who don't know, like, hair textures, that's the, like, the the super curly, but not, like, kinky. It's yeah. more curly than kinky. But anyway, so, <laughs> um, or, you know what I'm saying? Or if they do, if they do post light-skinned women, it's always fetish, it's always the fetish yeah. type, fetish, uh, fetishization of light-skinned women which is also an issue too that people don't want to address either or talk about there's a lot of fetishization of light-skinned women oh she's gorgeous because we and we touched on it remember how the whole thing now the real light girls with the freckles or the green eyes or the gray eyes or like the the three c (laughs) hair or the three b hair you never see i've it's it's rare that you see a light-skinned girl with Beautiful brown eyes, no, barely a big booty yeah. with four C kinky hair. You know what I mean? And they exist. And they exist. So I just, I, it's, 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 it, it's definitely a conversation that we need to have and continue to have. But like, y'all gotta chill. Y'all gotta quit with all these extremes. Like some of y'all be taking stuff too far, and I get it. Some of y'all are hurt still, and y'all dealing with that hurt. But lashing out at folks. With the whole team dark skin, team light skin shit, just it's played, it's tired, and it's just a tearing from the conversation. Lance is like one dude. You ain't probably gonna get him anyway. So preach. <laughs> I need okay. y'all, y'all wasn't getting him anyway. Right. <laughs> oh, anyway, I guess that's that's our wrap up. Yeah, we good. Mm-hmm. I don't got nothing Anything left. new this week? Like listen to music? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't got nothing for you. I might have some new music um, come next week. I'm going to take a listen to this new Mac Miller project and YG's project mm-hmm. and see how they sound. And so I might have some next week for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how do you think? I'm not reading anything. I'm just out here. <laughs> no, basically. <laughs> Anywho, well, I guess that's, that's a wrap for us. Pretty Nerds Podcast, episode number 14 in the books. Y'all have a great night. Good night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.